the Plotcast podcast with the Potty Plotters. So welcome back to the Potty Plotters Plotcast. And you are Elaine. <laughs> I can say that from yourself. Thank you, Julia. But nevertheless, nice introduction and carrying on. It is episode 14, by the way, which is a bonus. It's like an extra, but it's uh, especially for World, World Earth, Earth Day. Day. So what is World Earth Day, Elaine? I haven't got a clue, but I've been told to say it, so that's what I've said. But the good (laughs) thing is that we do know about the world. It's a wonderful place to live in and we've got to protect it. And we know about the Earth because that's what we get our hands into. So together, World Earth Day. Don't think you can beat it. Let's do a little bit more to protect this place. But in this edition, we'll bring you the highlights of a recent day trip out. We actually did get out, didn't we? And uh, it doesn't happen very often. But we did do a presentation to the Derby County... Um, community, community trust, trust yeah. we actually did get on the pitch as well didn't we yes yes we did but we quickly got escorted <laughs> off that once you started talking about how lovely and sandy the soil was and that you wanted to plant carrots in it well i just thought it made sense that we should plant the carrots and then the uh, onions but at that time yes i wasn't handled but uh, i was as you say escorted but if you remember we have already talked to danny and luke at their allotment site do you remember and all people have got to do is to head back to episode 10 okay episode 10 and they will catch up as to what their allotment is all about yes as well we also spoke to some new <laughs> friends of ours they don't know that we're their friends but we've met them and uh, we can't they can't get away from us now uh, we spoke to pk and tom from the ecocentrics and that's a new podcast that talks about climate change and sustainability they're our new friends and they will be remaining our friends because we're going to drag them over to the allotment and show them how to grow more and i think then perhaps statistics etc will all make a lot more sense and they'll realize that not everything is as simple perhaps as growing what they grow so why don't we share that experience and that way we'll do better together anyway if you do want to get in touch you can do via our facebook instagram or twitter at the potty plotters we've got a website pottyplotters.uk or if you dare you can email us and people actually do send us questions naughty corner at pottyplotters.uk the Plotcast podcast with the Potty Plotters. So, first of all, then, let's take you back to a couple of days ago when we were at Derby County Community Trust and their World Earth Day event at Pride Park. Here are the highlights. They've had to take quite a lot out, Julia. We were quite naughty. Yes, we were. You were. So, welcome to Pride Park. So, yes, we have been out to the... Uh, the Pride Park greenery itself, and yeah. my word, it's a sight to behold. We've decided that actually it should all be dug up, and it's perfect <laughs> for carrots. Today we're here because it, we are celebrating World Earth Day, and we're going to teach you step by step how to today grow your own tomatoes, and you are going to, it was like in a threatening manner that one, <laughs> yeah. you are going to grow your own tomatoes, <laughs> and you're also going to do some what we call crisp lettuce so you're going to take them home with you and then we do expect you to actually do something with them and that is grow them today we could be outside on the pitch digging it up that was my idea but evidently we're not allowed they've got an injunction against us to go out there really it's just terrible isn't it can we ask you uh, have you tried uh, seed tape in these kind of containers? A hanging yes. basket. Yes, in a hanging basket? Yes. And do they work? Yeah, they worked. <laughs> worked quite well. The only thing in the, you can't use in a hanging basket is root crops because yes. you need the space. Yeah. 
You've not got enough support there, have you? No. <laughs> we'll lend you a bra. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who thought that you were comfy, nice and warm, <laughs> snug, and that you're not going to move because now you're being pampered by our friend Prosecco, <laughs> no, we're going to get you moving up to the back, fill with compost, and then we're going to give you slices of tomato to put on the top. I've, I've grown white tomatoes, they're the same as black. No, but white is not the same as black, no. Well, it is when you try and taste them, you don't know if they're ripe. Really? And what um, variety were they, do you know? I can't remember, it was years ago. Every year I used to do, grow different colours and experiment on my allotment, so I've grown all sorts. But what I did find out is white tomatoes, you think white berries in your subconscious and you think they're poisonous. I couldn't get anybody to eat them. If you get me some, I could drop them off at home and see if he'll taste them, but white oh. tomatoes, never heard anything like it. Yeah. Or you'd be surprised what you can find. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people are very adverse to eating vegetables that are of a colour that you don't associate with that vegetable. So you've got them filled up already, so you've got multi-purpose compost into a container. Have you ever done that before? Yes. And what is it that you've grown before? Um, everything, tomatoes, uh, pot plant seeds... Now, we're having a conversation here about being peat-free. I'm just eavesdropping on these people. I'm just eavesdropping on you talking yeah. about going peat-free. I, ca I can't get on with the peat-free at all. It, I, I just don't have any success whatsoever. Right, one thing we'd recommend, if you are using peat-free compost and you've never used it before, it does dry out a lot quicker than... Uh, peat-based compost and it's very hard to gauge the water in on peat-free so the only thing I can recommend is this your finger and stick it in the bottom to see whether it is wet or not right then so Julia can I trust you to actually <laughs> no. send them around I'll send them around <laughs> so if you'd like to take a couple of slices and all you do is literally put them on the top don't shove them in, technical phrase again from Chesterfield. All you do is just pop them on the top and then you thought again that you were sitting comfy and you would never have to move until you go home. Well, I'm going to tell you that what I want you to do is then sprinkle a little bit of compost just to cover the surface of these yellow slices, that's all. What is your name? Bob. And uh, have you uh, grown your own before? You, you must have done, because um, you told me you're only 19. I don't, I, I must confess, I don't grow a lot of veg, um, but I did do tomatoes last year in a hanging basket, and they were very successful. Brilliant. Uh, in fact, my neighbour, who gave me the plants, was rather jealous because mine in a basket, which he was adamant you shouldn't grow in a basket, did better than his in the garden. Yes. So, uh, yeah, he was a bit miffed. That's good. And actually, you're right and he's wrong. You can grow tomatoes very yeah. easily in a basket. And I know what it's like Thank to have you. a neighbour who's very jealous. <laughs> <laughs> So well done you, and I have another go, and we've just given you a bush yes. variety of tomato, which again you can put in your hanging basket, so Lovely. that's for your neighbour. Lovely, I will, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Right, has everybody finished with their tomatoes? And then if you just cover like you have, that's lovely. Now that is for you to take home, and when you take them home, what I do, I could give all my secrets away, which I'm quite happy to, but we eat a lot of bird's bread as well, I like to support local, and all I do is I put the container, I'm just going to borrow this one if I may, 
And all I do is, when I get home, I literally, I don't wet the compost. All I do is I put it into the bird's bag. Our house is a right tip, I'll tell you now. <laughs> can't throw anything away. And then all I do is I put a peg on there, and it will retain the heat and also, therefore, the moisture. And then watch what happens in seven days. Your husbands will go mad, let me tell you. But they start to grow. It's quite incredible. And yes, <laughs> the great thing is that we've, been, we've made such a lovely mess for other people to clear up. But the way I look at it is we're keeping people in jobs. I lost my mum a few years ago when I wanted to give back a bit because she had dementia. So I offered to help out at the allotment. Um, and I go there Monday week and I just sometimes make tea, coffee. I don't know anything about gardening, but I do know a lot more now that I've started to go there. When you say you know a little bit more now, or you know a lot more now, uh, what is it that you've learned? And I, I, I've also learned about tomatoes, because my husband's a gardener, but he doesn't let me in the garden. I only cut the grass, that's all I'm allowed to do. So now I know how to look after these tomatoes, these bush tomatoes. I'm going to take home and nurture. When I say recycled, we do honestly believe that it's not about filling landfill. It's just quite simply, use what you've got at home. But World Earth Day, we can eat it. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. The Plotcast Podcast with the Potty Plotters. So there you go then. Growing your own is so easy. And the main thing is that it is such fun, as most people now who have met us will find out. But for the remainder of this episode, let's introduce you to our new friends. They present a new podcast called The Ecocentrics. I'm Tom. I'm one part of the Ecocentrics duo, uh, where we chat all about climate change and sustainability. I'm PK, and I'm the other half of the uh, Ecocentrics presenters. And uh, together, Tom and I... Yeah, we talk about all things related to sustain sustainability and climate. And we've had a recent episode on food and sustainable our uh, food systems and things like gleaning and stuff like that. I think the thing we're getting wrong, PK, is the setting of where record we're recording. We need to be out there in a greenhouse as well. And maybe then it'll just be as good. Oh, yeah, that's what I think it is. Just being out there in the dirt and the soil. Both Tom and I love to grow. Being out there in the dirt and soil, I mean... That is that is my happy space. So yeah, Tom, I think we need to get our own polytunnel and stop recording in our homes for Pete's sakes. And and our spouses <laughs> will just have to put up with us. They love it. Believe yeah. you me. Yeah. They. I mean, my husband didn't even bat an eye when I left tonight. It was like right, a bit. It was like shut the door behind you then, and I'll see you when you land. We've got a confession to make. We're only allowed outside of these gates during the nighttime hours. We have to stay inside the allotment. We have to have a pass to get out to do the talk today at Derby County because we're only allowed out so many hours a week. The gates are locked normally. So, Tom, what are you doing? Uh, to what are you growing? And uh, have you have maybe we should uh, one day do as an experiment try this crisp crisp packet crisp lettuce experiment but what what are you planning on growing tom well i've got a bit of a confession to make because i i i, I need some tips from the, the potty plodders um to on my gardening technique because so i've only had a garden for two years now um and we're, we're on year two of the experimentation and year one let's say i went a bit overboard and there was a little <laughs> bit too much going on and i and i was a, a bit um a bit late on the picking of my, my crops um in particular, my tomatoes, which I'm doing now. Um, and it was, just, it was just a mushy, mushy mess. Um, and, and I'm hoping you can enlighten me on what the right way forward is to make that improve that process. 
Well, I would say, first of all, listen to our podcast. Because if you listen to our podcast... <laughs> we'll tell you what to do at the right time. Yes, for the area. And uh, we'll teach you everything that you need to know. So just listen to us. That was the advert. <laughs> yes, yeah. But make sure that when things are ripe, you pick them. Because the more you pick them, the more you'll get. And don't leave things until they get old and stringy. I did. I married him. But <laughs> it paid off. But what I would actually do is I pick things whilst they're young. So all of your vegetables, don't leave them till they get big. Big is not always best. I don't say that normally. No. But I have said big is not always best. But what I would say is that if you pick things when they were young and then they were juicy, I don't think you can go far wrong. But also grow what it is that you really enjoy to eat don't grow things just because everybody else is and make sure that you've always got a lovely recipe to make the best out of everything that you grow bin off the broad beans then because they are always try and do them and i just think oh why have i done this what's that <laughs> shell around them and why is it there <laughs> the reason it's there the reason it's there is because you've not picked them young enough because if you were picking them younger you wouldn't get that shell around them there's so many puns that could be happening around this pick them young, juicy <laughs> adjectives. And and as an American, I'm not I'm not really good at picking up on puns, but it's just so ripe and abundant. But World Earth Day gives us all, I would say, the platform in which to shout about growing your own. So what is it that you're going to do for World Earth Day 2023 to make it memorable? Well, part of it is our podcast, which is the Ecocentrics, which we have and releases every Monday. We absolutely do think if people are interested in growing, they should definitely listen to the Potty Plotters. Not only will they be entertained, but I am sure they will learn something and then they'll be able to grow better as well. And that's what it's all about. Uh, but I think for Tom and I, it's just getting on. We have these jobs that we do as well. And then I think the same as you. You do this podcast in your in your part time, but we're going to just keep educating people and celebrating. And I definitely plan on getting out there this weekend and getting in the garden. And I've been a bit late like Tom as well. And usually I'm really early, but my my garden's looking like a zombie wasteland at the moment. So, yes. So on Earth Day, I'll be there tending to my earth and hopefully growing some good food to tend to my body later. And Tom, what are you going to do? Well, the main thing I'm going to do is just chat to people about what, what Earth Day is and kind of the things that are going on at the moment. Um, because all, all the time we hear like various things that we can do to kind of make an impact on the climate um, and make a difference. But actually, like just being out there and chatting to people is the most important thing. Um, so I imagine you two roaming around the allotment can do a lot of that uh, to, to make up for any time yeah. that me and PK aren't. But what about the mileage? You know, we we don't, we walk, well, I'd like to walk here, but we yeah. walk around the site. But is World Earth Day all about uh, cutting down the mileage and growing your own food? Well, for the most part, I think it's about really putting the planet first. And it can be in anything you do. So even if you live in a city in a high rise and you don't have access to a plot of land that you can grow food, or you don't even have, you know, one or two good window ledges that you can put a pot of herbs on, it's about understanding uh, what you can do to help the planet. It might be locating composting organizations near you. It might be reduced, deciding I'm going to eat more fruit and veg from the local fruit and veg producer. It might be, um, you know, I'm going to use less energy and thereby I'll help reduce emissions, which actually will help all our growers and it will help in human health as well, reducing pollution. 
So wherever you are, whether you can grow or you can't grow, I do suggest even in a tiny little flat, you can grow something and it'll bring you so much joy, as I'm sure the the potty plotters will let us know. Um, But yeah, it's more about connecting people to the natural environment and nature-based solutions. Yeah. I mean, one thing that we found a lot of time is that we even have people come through the gates at the allotment asking for tomatoes in February. They think we're a supermarket. And one thing that we've been trying to educate people about is seasonal crops. I think a lot of people have kind of moved away from what is seasonal. And also, you know, we all want to do our bit for the planet. But I think, you know, a lot of people can become quite overwhelmed with it. So one thing that we we've tried to do is you know, recycle a lot of plastics, a lot of things that we've got at home. We've got a chilli plant planted in a a tub that we've had some galaxy hot chocolate in. Um, (laughs) We've planted strawberries in our bras. We have. You didn't take them out, though. (laughs) That could be something Tom could try next this summer. (laughs) (laughs) We call them strawberries and they really do work. But as Julia said, there's so many things that it's a little tiny thing we can all make a big difference, but we've all got to have a little go because I personally find it completely overwhelming when, you know, World Earth Day and we've got to do this, we've got to do that. I don't like being told off. So personally, I'd like to just have a little thing that I'm going to make a difference with. And that is that I will use my bras better on site <laughs> this year, if nothing more than to sort support my melons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll be able to get much produce out of my bras then. I'll starve (laughs) if we use mine. So, yes, definitely, ladies, I'll take (laughs) hand-me-downs. So where can we find you and how have you got involved in all of this? Well, uh, the Ecocentrics is on all of the podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple, um, all those places, Google. But you could go to podfollow.com slash the ecocentrics, but it's the and then dash ecocentrics. But basically, you can find the ecocentrics in any of the platforms you normally use. For all the socials, uh, Instagram, Facebook, we are as the ecocentrics, and hopefully okay. you'll be able to find us. Yeah, we're just eccentric. Contact the Potty Plotters anytime on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Potty Plotters, or email naughty corner at pottyplotters.uk. Thanks to everybody who came down to a World Earth Day special event at Derby County. And thanks to PK and Tom from Ecocentrics. Next time, we'll revisit the chitted potatoes and get them in the ground. You did and say chitted. I did say chitted, honestly. And, um, and actually, we'll start off our producer's least favourite vegetable. If we don't tell him, he won't know, but no. it's beetroot. I love beetroot. Beet Have I said that before? You do. Chocolate beetroot cake, can't beat it. Stick it in the freezer. And don't forget that... If you've liked what it is that you've heard, why not follow us? And that way you won't actually miss an episode. You mean follow us on the podcast, not follow us literally, otherwise we might have to get the police on too. <laughs> yeah, but they're quite busy at the minute, so do whatever you like. But until next time, bye-bye. Bye. The Plotcast Podcast with the Potty Plotters is an Amberland Media production. 